Matthew Leckie puts Australia into the quarterfinals. That is a magnificent goal by Owamabil. Oh, Matty Ryan, wow! Camping it out of the top corner like Superman. Hello and welcome to another Socceroos podcast, where we go one-on-one with your favourite players to keep you connected with the Socceroos. My name is Michael Putterflam. On the latest episode, we chat with Socceroo cap number 595, Danny Vukovic. After four successful seasons playing in Europe at Belgian club Gank, the 36-year-old goalkeeper is heading home to Australia. Danny explained why he made the decision to leave Gank to come back to Sydney and what his playing future could hold. He also reflects on his incredible achievements while living his dream of playing in Europe, and he looks ahead to the prospect of finally reuniting with Socceroos teammates for World Cup qualifiers in June. So, without further ado, here's a full chat with Danny. So, Danny recently departed Gank after four superb seasons. Do you want to start off by just talking us through your decision to leave the club? Yeah, it was a, a difficult time. I won't say it was a difficult decision. Um, I'm... I know I've made the right decision, but um, yeah, still an emotional time to, I guess, be the one to call an end to my time there. But uh, yeah, my wife's uh, seven and a half months pregnant and uh, she was already back here in Australia with my son. And we we felt it was just the right thing to do for her to have the baby here. The corona situation in Belgium is really, really bad. And uh, yeah, it came to the point where I just felt I needed to be back here. There's a few other things, uh, personal things, uh, which have come into play as well. But uh, yeah, just uh, a family decision. Um, uh, as I said, and I've made the right one. So how many days have you been in quarantine, by the way? Yeah, this is my fourth day. So 10, 10 to go. Uh, going strong and happy to do it, to be fair, because uh, the current situation here is amazing. I've seen the worst of it in Belgium, a couple of thousand every day, uh, new new cases. So happy to do it, mate. You must be so excited then to reunite with your family um, in 10 days' time and then, yeah, look forward to welcoming a, a second child. That's it, mate. That's it. It's um, yeah, as sad as I was to make the decision. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to, and especially... The family situation, uh, getting to see my wife and son again, my parents who I, I haven't seen for a year and a half, and, and friends and family and things of that nature. So, yeah, lots to look forward to. And then, of course, uh, with with my career, uh, the next the next phase of that still uh, yet to be de- determined, but that's exciting in itself. Um, yeah, seeing where where I end up. I guess as ecstatic as everyone will be to um, have you back home, um, there are probably a few upset gang supporters, but um, some diehards who, you know, were there to farewell you as you headed off to the airport. Um, I guess, how do you think that all kind of came about? And, and yeah, what did you make of the reception that they gave you as you as you left to come home? Uh, yeah, it was amazing, uh, to be honest. Uh, not surprising because that's what the gang supporters do. Uh, they don't do it for every player. And, uh, you know, I know they, they took to me really well. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just amazing. I think they, they just got wind of, of when I was leaving. They, they probably have a, a, a contact in the club or something. Um, so I was leaving at 10 a.m. The taxi was picking me up and they, they arrived at quarter to 10, uh, basically filled out my whole street. It was a, I lived on a, on a small street in Genk and it was just 
filled with uh, gang supporters and yeah, smoke and them singing. So have no doubt that the neighbours were a little bit uh, frightened as to what was happening outside. But uh, it was a nice little send-off and, and just uh, shows, I guess, what I, I meant to them. So, Gank, you won a title, named player of the season, you know, you captained the side. Um, so, I guess, overall, how do you reflect on at, on your time at Gank and, I guess, um, overall, you know, achieving that dream of playing in Europe? Yeah, I, I really couldn't have asked for things uh, to go any better. Um, yeah, I just wanted to go over there and play one game and, and sort of build on things from there and, uh, you know, I finished finish my time there with over 100 games, got player of the season my first year, played Europa League, won a championship and qualified for Champions League. So yeah, I couldn't have dreamed for things to go this way. Of course, uh, it wasn't always uh, you know, good times. Uh, there was a, a big injury thrown in there and uh, missing out on, on Champions League football. So, um, yeah, I had my, my highs and my lows, but for the most part, I leave with uh, great memories and uh, memories that will last with me for, for the rest of my life. There's a few Aussies who've, well, I guess there's been plenty of Australians who've played in Belgium before, um, you know, likes of Matty Ryan, obviously, but also Trent Sainz been currently playing in Belgium. Um, but I guess for, you know, for some of your teammates, um, fans, coaches, people who came in contact with in Gank who hadn't met an Australian or a soccer before, um, what impression do you think they'll now have of, of Aussies and of Australian football after coming in contact with yourself? Yeah, I think a, a good work, a, a good work ethic is uh, one thing that sort of resonates uh, with Australians over there. Um, you know, they've also had Matty Ryan at the club previously to me getting there. So, um, yeah, just uh, hardworking, good professionals and also Josip Skoko was a, a player at the club as well and a captain uh, who has a, a wonderful reputation there. And, and I was still hearing stories um, about him in, in my four years there. So I think we've got a good reputation at the club and, and uh, throughout the league. And, um, yeah, it's a nice place. If Australians ever get the opportunity to go, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, there any particular yarns that people would bring up about Josip or the, or the way he played or anything like that? Uh, it's just uh, the club is known for. Well, when I first got to the club, it was all about blood, sweat, and tears. That's that's what they said they wanted. The fans wanted, and they they continue to say that for the four years there. And and that's uh, certainly what uh, Josip gave. But he he was uh, what they they told me he was just a class player. He he, he used oozed uh, that class, and uh, then went on to to captain the side. And, and I believe they won a championship while he was captain. So, yeah, he's got a, a big reputation there. And, um, you know, I hope that I, I could add to that for, for other Australians. So, obviously, back in Australia now. Um, so, what do you think the next step in your career could hold? You know, is, is, is playing in Europe still something you look to do in the future or are you perhaps more focused on, you know, playing in Australia? Uh, all options are open at this point in time. Um, yeah, I haven't sort of closed the door on, on Europe. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, certainly uh, I think a, a level uh, above here. But uh, you know, I've I've been pleased to see how the league has been going this season. It's very exciting, and the standard I think has increased. So yeah, uh, like I, I wouldn't be unhappy to to be back home and playing 
Um, but yeah, I think uh, we just have to wait and see what comes in. And um, yeah, the, the club I go to you know, just has to be the right fit for me and my family. You know, but we have uh, certain uh, requirements as a family with with my son and my wife. Um, so we need to make sure that they can be looked after first, and then um, everything else has to fall into place after that. But uh, that's the you know the, the first thing that we need to make sure is okay. I guess further down the track, um, there's going to be finally some Socceroos games for World Cup qualifiers in Kuwait in June. Um, you know, if you were to be involved in in those games, how excited are you by the by the prospect of linking up with your teammates and getting back into camp? Yeah, I think me, like every other player that's a chance of going, is really excited and looking forward to these games. It's been way too long uh, between. These upcoming games and the last ones, uh, for me especially, I, I missed six months more uh, than the others with uh, with my injury. So, you know, I've been really looking forward to getting back in and, um, you know, catching up with everyone and and working hard towards trying to qualify. Um, and, yeah, we, we're sitting in a good position and we, we've got a chance to create a little bit of history uh, going through unbeaten in this first, first round phase. So... A little carrot there dangling for us to try to create a little bit of history there as well. I guess during this period, um, what's been the message from the coaching staff over you know since kind of the start of the year and and now looking ahead to the the next few months? Yeah, basically just to to keep working hard uh, at our clubs uh, and by ourselves, uh, and to make sure that we're ready to go when when uh, when in fact we are together and. Uh, you know, we've been having meetings for the last six to nine months and you know, at the last minute, every time there was a camp coming up, it would have to get uh, cancelled because of the COVID situation. But these ones are locked in, the four games in, in June. And um, yeah, the message was just to make sure you're, you're fit and ready uh, because uh, four games in two weeks, a lot of players are going to be used and uh, yeah, everyone needs to be ready to play. I guess another point on soccer is tomorrow your 36th birthday, which also happens to be the um, anniversary of Socceroos' debut against yep. Colombia. Um, do you mind just taking us back to back to that match and talking through some of your memories from the game? Yeah, it was uh, amazing, amazing to to make my debut uh, at 33 on my birthday. Um, you know, my, my wife, my mum and my son surprised me. I didn't know they were going to be at the game and they surprised me. Um, so that was really nice uh, to see them when I was warming up. Um, it was a, a beautiful surprise. Um, and, and, yeah, I was a little bit nervous um, you know, because you know, they're a big team, Columbia, some big names, and I came on at halftime. So it's not ideal for a goalkeeper to come, come on at halftime. You don't get a, a full proper warm-up uh, uh, like you do before, um, you know, if you start the game. But, uh, yeah, I was quite happy with how I went, apart from giving away the, the penalty. But, um, yeah, then I then I ended up saving it and uh, made it a really memorable night. So, yeah, great memories and, uh, you yeah, know, dream come true. All part of the master plan so you can <laughs> save it after. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. All went according to plan. I guess um, just last one on soccer is, um, I guess, you know, it's, it's going to have been over 18 months between games, but I guess 
in that period, who were some of you know some of the guys who you stayed in contact with, or some of the guys who you know have impressed you in terms of what they've been doing with their club football over this period? Uh, ones I've kept in contact uh, quite often, me and Matty uh, in contact, Matty Ryan. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's done exceptionally well and, and I'm so proud of, of him and what he's achieved and, you know, to move to such a big club like Arsenal. You know, it's a dream, dream move for him and now it's just about getting some game time, which I think, uh, you know, is, is more and more of a chance the, the way things are going there and the way that he, he um, played in his first game for the club. So, yeah, we, we stay in contact a little bit with Trent Sainsbury playing in the same league. We uh, throw a little bit of banter back and forth uh, with one another. So, yeah, they're two guys I, I stay in contact with and I'm looking forward to catching up with uh, hopefully in June. Thanks for listening to the Socceroos podcast with guest Danny Vukovic. To learn more about Danny and other Socceroos, head to socceroos.com.au as well as the social channels for all the latest news and videos on the team. Tune in next time for the Socceroos podcast and let us know on social media if there's plays and questions you want answered. Until then, goodbye. Matthew Leckie puts Australia into the quarterfinals. That is a magnificent goal by Owamabille. Oh, Matty Ryan, wow! Camping it out of the top corner like Superman.